The Black and White Network now proudly presents Moms Across America, a new program where women can speak their minds openly and freely without fear of reprisal. Moms Across America is about the issues of the day confronting America from a mom's point of view. And now, here are the moms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Moms Across America. I'm Kathleen Fitzgerald, co-host Vicki Tonkins and Samantha Goldberg. We're here with you today. We're welcoming a very special guest. I'll hand it over to Vicki. Vicki, welcome, and, and uh, please take us out now. Well, hello, everybody. Yes, this is Vicki Tonkins, and the first thing I want to do is remind you about GetMyConstitution.com. It is very important. We just had an election, and it's very important that you start understanding who we are as a nation. And the best way to do that is know what governs our nation, and that is our Constitution. So please go to GetMyConstitution.com, and you can get a free copy of the Constitution. Read it, share it, tell your children. If you need more copies, ask for more copies. We really need to get the word out because it's the Constitution that governs our nation. Not opinions, not ideas, it is the Constitution. So now, we're going to talk to Dan Perkins and to Samantha Goldberg from what they have experienced with Ian and what they have been going through. Um, I know for a long time, um, Kathleen and I were very concerned because you know, there was no communication there when Ian was in play. And so we're glad to see that they are fine, their families are fine. But we want to hear from them firsthand of what they've experienced. And now we're talking about another storm coming through. So right. I'm, and I'm just telling you guys, I've been praying that that just stays out to sea and doesn't mess with you guys anymore. So, Dan, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm getting stronger every day. The, first of all, let me tell the audience that the background behind me is not my house. It's a green screen image. You wouldn't want to see the image of my house. Uh, I lived uh, for a number of years on Sanibel Island, which was the uh, the landing point of Hurricane Ian at 150 mile an hour winds and uh, a, a 10 foot storm surge that went across the entire island. Uh, to give you a sense of, of size, Sanibel Island, which is where I live, is exactly the same square miles of Manhattan. So imagine that Manhattan Island was covered with three, five, six, seven, ten foot of water. If you lived in a high rise, you're fine. If you're if you're in a shop or low level, it's it was destroyed. So we we left our house the day before the storm hit, and what we we had looked, we had rented this place uh, starting in July, and we brought over to that place two air mattresses, two recliners one card table and two chairs. And when we went in for the storm, we took five changes of clothes. 
everything else that we owned in the world, including one of our two cars, was in our house on Sanibel. We had 24 inches of water in our house. And so we, we were staying in the apartment that we're in now with the, the total life possessions, which I told you about. And the city government, city government said we could not come back to the island. It was not safe. So for four weeks, nobody could get back, nobody could get back to their houses. Well, if you've had two feet, three feet, nine feet of water sitting in your house for four weeks, there's nothing usable in that house. Nope. So we got, we finally got, and so we, during this, right after the storm, we lost power and we lost water and food. You couldn't pump gas because all the electricity from the entire Lee County was gone. So the gas stations couldn't pump gas. The super, supermarkets could not run their refrigerators or their freezers. So everything started to rot in the entire county. Trees were blown down by the thousands. And so we, for four weeks, lived on the floor with an air mattress or a chair. And then while our cousins up in Tampa asked us to come up to get away from it, but there was still no power. So none of the traffic lights were working. Oh my goodness. It was an hour. And we had to stop at every intersection because there was no, no traffic police, no traffic lights. And it took us over an hour to get from our house to our apartment to Interstate 75. And then it took um, almost six hours to get from, uh, from Fort Myers to uh, Tampa. And, and, and we stopped several times to try and buy gas, no power, we couldn't run the pumps, or they had limited power and they couldn't run the credit card machines that they only would take cash. And so it was a nightmare. We finally get up there, and, and the first thing I wanted to do was take a shower because I hadn't had a shower in a number of days. And, and we slept in a bed for the first time in four, in four weeks. Wow. And, and we had five changes of clothes. And um, we knew that it was going to be impossible to buy furniture in Fort Myers. So my cousin took us to a furniture store that agreed uh, to deliver the furniture that we bought for the apartment directly to uh, Fort Myers when they would allow traffic to come in. See, they were controlling traffic, not being able to come into the city because there were no traffic lights. There was no way to control traffic. So uh, we ordered for some ordered furniture. Some of it came last week. More of it still yet to come. But last week they started tearing the house apart, and um, the 
the people from Surpro said, I don't think you should come because the toxic level in the house is so dangerous. We have workers wearing N95 masks. And so we couldn't get into it until this, this later, later part of last week as they started to tear stuff out and open the windows and doors to try and get air in there. So we, we, my wife and I, we took back some clothes that we thought we could salvage, some pots and pans, some dishes. Most of the, the safe was full of water, so everything in the safe was ruined. All of my, all of my production equipment was covered with beautifully colored mold. I had, I don't know why, so many different colors. Uh, and the water caused the desks and the furniture to begin to separate. The cabinet doors on the on the on the uh, kitchen and bathroom cabinets warped, and and so they had a crew. I think they had seven people that took them uh, a full week to clean everything out of the place. Then they started taking off sheetrock, and the sheetrock was generally two feet above the high water mark, unless, and this is where it was a problem. Because the house was closed up for such a long period of time, the mold would go up the walls. Yep. Yep. So they had to take out the sheetrock from ceiling to floor, all the insulation, and then they had to go in with a, a chemical spray to begin to kill. And it, it's driving over this, the causeway, which was destroyed. And they rebuilt it in an unbelievable amount of time. Um, to see the piles and piles and piles of what the house <laughs> that gets taken to the curb, and that FEMA has to come along with their special trucks and pick it all up, and then trying to figure a way to dispose of it. It's I'm sitting in a restaurant with a, a Chick Fil A with my cousin up in Tampa on a Sunday afternoon, and I said, you know. I don't think there's been anybody in my ex immediate family or extended family who's ever experienced this. And as much as I, I love all of you for your compassion and your concern about us, uh, and it's very important, if you've never experienced it, it is devastating. You know, we, were married, we are married 53 years, and we have, we have memories from our with our children, going back to when they were born that are gone, uh, laminated together under mold and, and water. And so it's, it's, it's difficult for us to try and explain to our children what it was like to go through this and to, and to be in a, in a safe place, but in a place that was experienced 150 mile an hour winds coming across the building and to see um, appliances thrown around in bathtubs and tree trunks. I mean, you name it. it it's I, I would never wish it on anybody. Uh, and it was the the most difficult experience. And I'm I have to say to all of you, uh, if you I can't say enough about your your candor in in being concerned about us and your your prayers. Um, and I don't think we would have necessarily made it through it without the support of you and other people. So, uh, 
that's my story. I'll have some pictures when we put this together to, to so you can see what before and after. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know here out in Colorado, our biggest issue is fires. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've talked to people who lost everything, like you're saying. And you can't comprehend that until you've experienced it. So I can't even imagine being married 50 years, 50 plus years, and it's all your all your pictures, your, you know, through those years of your children just gone. Right. I, I, thank God you're, you're safe though. That's, that's, that's the big thing, but right. things can be replaced. Pictures, that's another story. That's, that's, that's right. something that's difficult to replace. Right. That's so. the thing about family is that you can get copies of as many things as they have. So, you know, True. If, and then with everything, you know, we're not in the stone age anymore where things are saved on computers and cell phones and they're still printing photos. They're still doing these things. So I always tell people, especially after uh, Sandy, remember Sandy, um, I experienced that on the East Coast had damage and from uh, Ira. Right. right. Um, Ira took away all of my, I just had fixed up my house and I spent a lot of money doing it and it destroyed two levels of brand new and insurance never give you back i lost dirt i lost all my furniture i lost everything new there forget even here i haven't even experienced to tell you that yet but i know we're going into commercial break soon so i'll definitely talk right kathleen yes i'm heartbroken let's continue on stay tuned for the second half of moms across america with Dan Perkins, our special guest. And remember, getmyconstitution.com. It's getmyconstitution.com. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back to the second half of Moms Across America. We're here talking with Dan Perkins, our producer. And I had to ask him a few questions. You, He said, that he was on the floor with a mattress and and a, a few other things and he said for how long well until the food and electricity and the water ran out they were on the floor for five weeks i can't believe it and then they had to leave and they found shelter with their cousin so i'm gonna leave it at that with those comments what a nightmare I, I can't even believe it then we're going to go to samantha she's going to give us some more details on what she experienced because both these people are here fort myers and and the producer in sanibal so vicky um again i'm going to give it over to you wow i tell you you don't realize how long five weeks is until you <laughs> So I just want to remind you all again, we're going to keep saying this. We're going to keep talking about this. Getmyconstitution.com. It is important for you as Americans to know what is the ruling document of our country. And that is the Constitution of the United States of America. So getmyconstitution.com. You can go there and get your free copy. Um, we've talked to Dan about what happened where he lives. Now we're going to, we're going to switch over to Samantha. Samantha lived in a different part. You're in a different part of Florida. 
I'm still Southwest Fort Myers. I'm just, I'm close to Sanibel and Captiva, but not where he is. Right. So her experience is a little bit different, but I got to tell you, I, I was saying during the, during our break that where I live, fires is a big, a big issue. And I know people who have lost everything from the fires. I've had to evacuate from fires, hoping you come back and everything's there. Some will be and some won't, you know, so I can understand it on that respect. But when you lose everything that I don't think people really understand it or understand the magnitude of it. So we want to hear from Samantha about some of the things that she has experienced since Ian and now this other storm is supposed to be hitting in Florida. Well, thanks, Vicki. Um, this is obviously not the first time I've been a part of a storm. Um, Ida, that hit uh, right before, right around COVID at that time. Um, it basically flooded us with two feet of water, so it destroyed two levels of my three-story house. So I pretty much lost all my clothes, pictures, all kinds of important artifacts. You know, I just start, I just finished my case this two years later now. Last Monday, I wow. got another my insurance, but you know, because I couldn't find those records, they what they gave me was probably a third of what my stuff was worth and it was new because I hadn't lived there very long. So um losing all of that was you know, it sucked. And so I then, you know, present tense now here, um, my daughter went for college and I decided to need a little runaway place. So I put myself a town Southwest Fort Myers. And uh, my mother's, which is my home in Jersey, on September the 6th, not have my items me. Contained emergency food and all kinds of plates um, They did not deliver my things until thing but a mattress on the floor. Um, I didn't have my couches or anything. I had a television set um, and plastic silverware knives and food. A microwave. Um, but when uh, you know. When I moved in here, I, I didn't really have a chance to put up any of my shutters because I didn't really know how to do it. And the previous owners didn't leave the right hardware for me to do it. So I was completely naked kind of during this storm. I didn't have anything protecting my windows. Um, luckily, our property has a retainer wall around us. But as Dan was saying earlier, it was like nature threw up, basically. Um, a lot of our, our roofing around the entire community um, now needs to be changed out. Every single one of us needs to get a new roof. Um, I'm part of an HOA. So when they have winds that are over hundred miles an hour, it means it lifts up from the roofing that's underneath it. And so they need to replace the shingles. So that's going to be a very costly and rotten job to do. Um, you know, I had the movers drop my things off. I had a chance to leave to go to New York for work. It was so nice not to be around boxes of things and destroyed boxes of things. And I'm just realizing now a lot of my things that are lost. So I lost even more stuff, um, not even due to the storm, but the um, emergency items that I had like generators and, you know, um, electric and butane type stoves, propane type things. 
Um, you know, I have them now, which is great, but uh, really could use it. We're getting ready for another storm tomorrow, which is supposed to reach up to 65 miles an hour winds. I don't know exactly how that's going to work out. Um, you know, right now I'm kind of nervous because I have no food. I haven't been here. So going to the grocery stores, I heard it's kind of a nightmare. People are just starting to pack up things again. And, you know, we didn't have water or electricity for over two weeks. And then when we finally got water, um, it was just trickling. So it wasn't working that well. And when we got water four days after that, they told us we weren't able to drink it or use it for a week and a half unless it was boiled. Um, but most of us didn't really have any type of water pressure. so. We were reliant on literally there was a shower by the swimming pool that that's where I took showers um, and it was gross. <laughs> um, and then as far as the grocery stores are concerned, um, everything is, I mean, up until a couple weeks ago was sold out. I mean, you just couldn't get anything and they crossed off certain aisles because the food was bad because the generators and power were out. Even if I had wanted to during that storm, because I was asked to evacuate our neighborhood um, there was nowhere for me to go. I had just moved out here. So the only hotel that had a room was a hotel where the generators were broken and they had no electricity or power there, no ice, no nothing. Um, so you really didn't know what was good to eat and what wasn't. And, um, so I'm just starting to, you know, kind of get myself together here and I'm realizing, you know, while I didn't move a whole lot down here, a lot of the stuff that I did, um, pack up that was important to me is now missing and it's been gone and I reported it. it's now three weeks um, and it can't be found. So they can offer me all kinds of money for it, but that'll never replace what was in that box from my daughter. And uh, so I know how you feel, Dan, exactly because, you know, I tried to condense everything to come here. And so when you condense, you get rid of other memories that are not as important as certain memories. And now I've lost those certain memories. So um, it's, it's really debilitating. I think, and Dan can agree and, and also other people in Florida, it's so mentally draining to go through the process and to be around all the debris. Um, I took pictures myself of Fort Myers beach and what the sides of the roads look like out here, um, where it's just piled high and you wonder what are they going to do with all that debris? Like what are the garbage dumps going to look like? What is all the mold and all that, yeah. uh, intoxicating stuff going to go for Floridians? I mean, where are they going to take it? Because we're already living on water. So where is it going to go? Um, you know, we talk about trying to keep things clean and airy and healthy out here. And it's, you know, I still don't, I don't understand how they're going to fix anybody's business or home situation in, you know, Fort Myers, Southwest Fort Myers, Captiva, Sanibel. Um, it's, it's hard to say, you know, you just got to keep yourself together. You know, I've tried to keep my mind off it just as I'm sure Dan has. And it's like being around that stuff is, it's just gives you this feeling of emptiness and angst and you just don't know where to start. And so the best idea, best advice I can give people that are watching is that, you know, you just got to remember you have yourself, you have your health, you have your family. Um, and those other things, you'll figure it out. You know, we're not in the stone age anymore. We can, Still get copies of photos. We can still make those things happen. Um, but, you know, repairing these things takes years for us to mentally get back to where we were because it it takes out so much energy of your life. 
I can't explain it any better than that. It was exhausting to even move out here, but even more exhausting to go through a hurricane of that capacity. I've never done anything in my life like that ever. I was by myself and without anything. Um, and the grocery stores were sold out. So it felt incredibly scary and lonely. Um, and now we're headed for something else again. I don't know what that's going to do. Um, it's interesting how hurricanes and tornadoes land. Sometimes they can be worse at 65 miles an hour. You just don't know what to expect. So, you know, for those that aren't seeing this in the media, this is what we're dealing with. It's not just Dan or myself. Um, you know, people have no homes to go to. There's no place for them to stay. They're having problems renting apartments. The inventory of real estate is low. Um, we have influx of people coming in. It's there's a lot to be said about what's happening here in Florida, but I will tell you that our governor, DeSantis, um, has done a great job of, of keeping us together and keeping um, us aware that they are fixing things and, you know, they've done the best they can to accommodate us during this time of need. So we're very thankful for that, at least during the election. We're in a good place. But um, with that being said, I know we're running close to being out of time, but again, you know, wanted to thank everyone for all their well wishes and um, their support. Because again, like had Dan had said earlier, you know, without all of those things, it'd be really hard to get through every day without people telling you it's okay. Um, because sometimes just telling ourselves it's okay is not enough. So thank you, everyone. Well, that, that is incredible. I'm just so glad you guys are safe. And like you were saying, Samantha, you know, we're not in the Stone Age. We can get some things replaced. But, you know, those memories are are difficult when you think back on the pictures and, and different things like that. But one thing that I know about humans, one thing I know about people, is we have something on the inside of us that helps us survive. And uh, I know for me, prayer helps with that. We prayed for you guys. I know uh, Kathleen did as well. Um, just first of all, when all the communication stopped, that's when we got concerned and started praying, you know, that you guys and your families were safe and, and that you would get through this storm. So when we first started talking again, we were just like, yes, you're okay. Um, so we're very excited about that, but yet, um, the recovery is not easy. Uh, it's long, uh, and it's definitely not fun. Um, but I know you guys are going to make it through and, uh, God's there with you and, uh, we're just so thankful to have you back and, um, hopefully we're going to get back to some normalcy here. I know there's different things that you guys have, uh, coming up that you'll have to take care of with insurance and all the stuff like that. So, uh, and we understand, we get it. We understand that, but thank you guys for sharing today. I know it's, it's, it's not easy. So thank you so much for sharing with us. And uh, we're about to go now. I appreciate you guys being willing to share this. I know, like I said, I know it's not easy to share a part of your life like that. But thank you for doing so. And uh, Moms Across America, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope this helped give you a little perspective on what was happening in Florida and, uh, and how it touched us personally on the show. So thank you for being with us. And remember, Moms Across America, you are America, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Inflation for most people is causing them to use their credit cards to try and make up for income shortfalls. How big is this problem? 
In the second quarter of 2022, Americans added $46 billion to their credit card balances. Some of that could be you. The Federal Reserve Consumer Credit Report showed that the rate of interest on credit cards went from 14.56 to 16.65%. Those Americans struggling with credit card debt saw their delinquency rates escalate from 1.66% to 1.81%. The Cambridge Debt Consolidation Program may be able to help you reduce the interest rates by two-thirds and cut your time to pay off the debt from 30 years to as little as five years. If you're struggling and you want professional and objective help getting your credit house in order, then call 1-855-435-2066 or go to the website cambridgeyescredit.org forward slash bw hyphen podcast and get your house in order. If you are interested in reaching our vast black and white network audience with your products or services, then contact Hollis Media Group at 1-855-673-8635. That's 1-855-673-8635 for more information on this great opportunity.